this conversation. Hey, if he don't win this year, he's a bum. Oh what? Oh, that, that's, a hall, that's a Hall of Fame terrible take right there. No, it's not. It's true. It's so true. <laughs> Boy just choked. Straight women booty and let the ball go. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you. LeBron James. Puts up the three. Won't go. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History point of the Irving Curry. One on one with Irving. Puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown. Oh, yeah, but we'll get to explaining the debate in a second. <laughs> What is up, everybody? Devion, yo, it's great to have you back on the show. I gotta, I gotta. Before we get into any of the NBA stuff, because we got a lot of stuff to get into, we got Embiid injury, Levine injury, LeBron being LeBron, trade rumors, trade deadline, all that good stuff. Are you and Joe beefing or something? Y'all just can't come on the same day. Y'all, when one of y'all shows nah. up, the other one has to be out, bro. You need to get some off your chest. You good? Nah, I love y'all. Alright. It's my dog. Alright. Well, we are two and a possible for the third straight week now, but it's all good. We'll hold it down. Debbie, on the one consistent thing about this podcast. Where's you? Me. Always you here. Know, uh, yeah, I was gonna say Always something. here. You know, not not part-time dev or three-quarter time Joe, you know. I'm always here. To pick up your slack sometimes, Devion. You know, last you week last week we had we had to talk about Doc Rivers getting a new job. I had to be the only one supplying the fucking hate for it, Devion. Joe I don't like him either. I don't know why he's Yeah, but Joe's good trying to be how nice. Joe is. Joe Joe he wasn't trying to be nice. He was critical, but you know, it, it didn't have the same the same flavor of hate that was necessary for the moment, Devion. Nah, we'll get you know it. That goes. We'll get it this week. Cause he's an all star coach. So the week continues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, W. Let's start with the bad news. We'll try to get the bad news out the way. He'll probably turn to hate again later, but it's all good. MB tearing his goddamn meniscus. So the controversy with this one is the day before, or game before, I should say, the Sixers ended up getting fined because they sat Embiid but didn't give like the proper notice, you know, with those new injury and resting rules. The NBA kind of felt like they were he wasn't really hurt or anything and that they were just trying to give him a, a rest day without any cause, right? Next game, he comes back, boom, he ends up tearing the knee that they said he was resting, that left knee. So he tears his meniscus. Now, again, this was more of a, a freak accident. You know, Kaminga, which I'm going to get into the, this whole part later too, but Kaminga falls on him, right? Falls right on that knee, hyperextends. And tears a meniscus. So, Devion, a lot going on there, but what's your overall reaction just to Embiid tearing his meniscus, impact on the Sixers? You know, I think I think both you and I have have had this injury before, so know a little bit about it. Uh, shit hurt bad. It does. It sure bad. does. That's uh, that's NBA fault because NBA like all these dumbass rules of like these players got to play. I get it. You know, for the fan, but it's just like you gonna rush him to go back. This dude's seven foot with knee problems, like that ain't nothing to play with. And then now he got to rush back. 
go do this. He tears meniscus when he really was hurt. Denver's coach go go in bitching about the same stuff. They use they do the same stuff <laughs> and complain. Then Embiid don't play in Denver, and it's all oh, three straight years. I'm just like it's the time. You know you can't, nah, fuck, can't that. Control. fuck that. He was dodging yeah. it. He was dodging Jokic. Fuck that. Nah, well if he was he dodging Jokic, he, he want to smoke. He he tore his him, him his meniscus the next game, so it don't look like he was dodging nobody. So just dumbass rules where you got to play a certain amount of games. You can't rest when you need to, and they go. You go. We gonna see this often, more often. Same stuff. So I don't. Oh, no, no. I, I don't really think it's because he's like I don't think it, if yeah. Kaminga doesn't fall on him, I don't. I think he goes through that game perfectly fine. Like I don't really know how injured he was or was not going in. I'm not going to even try to estimate it. it. He but was if they didn't have that rule, not. he probably would have set out two games in a row. You know what I'm saying? Could sell two, three, four, five games. Possibly, I just like arrested. Yeah, I mean, it's possible he would have set out. Um, but it, it, it this puts him in a tough situation. This is no by no means like a season ender. Like meniscus in terms of recovery is not a, a super long recovery. It's no. you know six to eight weeks. You know it's not it's not too bad. Um, but you know the East is pretty bunched up there. You know one through four, and then you know obviously the Heat made their move to get Terry Rozier, so you would expect them to start. You know this is the time of the year that the Heat's gonna kind of start putting things in. In full gear, you kind of expect them to probably start rising. So, what do you, what do you, I mean, what do you think? What do you, I mean, and another thing needs to be said, no longer gonna be in the MVP conversation because we'll miss too many games now. Yeah. Um, I just think but, that's wild. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, and he, why? Bro, if he misses he, half the games, uh, you can't be the fucking MVP. He ain't gonna miss half the games. He gonna probably miss, like he's already missed games. 14. He'll probably miss so, like 20 games, you know? That's the fourth of the season. He plays sixty some games and he dominating. So it's just like how much he more? Ain't be, he ain't gonna be playing six. Yeah, ten games with the way he playing ten games. Him playing ten extra games not good for nobody else. Is actually he, he's about to miss else. like he's about to miss like twenty more, like fifteen to twenty more games. Yeah. He's already missed four. It already missed fourteen going into that game. So I, mean, I don't know. I'm I'm just not a fan of it. It's just like you can't. You know, he having a, a great season and he just is just unlucky. Yeah. He got hurt. So you getting. You stop know, flopping. Stop putting all that extra fucking. Bro, he's seven foot, bro. Like that shit is just. Stop doing all that extra falling. Bad for yeah. your fucking knees and back. This and one was a coincidence, though. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. This you know one... what I'm saying? That's just a. It's just crazy. Dude, average thirty five a game, thirty five, twelve, and you know two blocks a game, and you're not even you and should you know be crazy? MVP, but you're I can never. Kidding. He averages like twelve rebounds a game. I can never. Whenever I put a goddamn bet on him for overs on rebounds, I put it at like eight. And he never hits it for me. I don't know why. Average yeah. all these goddamn rebounds about the times that I want to fucking bet on him. He doesn't. But that's here, neither here nor there. What do you think this does to the Sixers, though, in terms of the East? Uh, nothing. I think they uh, I think they can still maintain uh, pretty much because Maxi. I like the way Maxi's playing. Like, I think he's in. Hey, like, that first game and beat missed after that knee injury, 50-piece. Because you, you got Pat Bev in his ear. Who pretty much gonna go in here and tell him like, hey, you know, big fella out, they're gonna be looking at you, you know, everything gonna be your fault. So you gonna step up or you go, you know, prove them right. And then they gonna go out there and kill. So I don't think I think they're gonna be just fine and they're not gonna fall too far down the line. So when NB like slowly transitions back in, bro, it's over. Who the fuck who's gonna stop him in the playoffs? He's gonna come back, he's gonna do that. You got inside and outside game, 
You got Pat Bev, who gonna be a whole nother monster in the playoffs, and he gonna be the real X yeah, factor. You know what I'm saying? He gonna be the real X factor for the 76ers, and I, I don't know. I I think that'd be fine. And then in the playoffs, it's just I hope they don't get a crazy matchup like first round, which I gotta see over the next like <laughs> really <laughs> go crazy games that like he misses like which teams. You know, go start going crazy. People, also, the people have spoken. Yeah, I'm right. Oh, yeah, just a coincidence. Ain't nothing wrong there. No, I'm crying. So, I don't know. I think they cool. I think they still, <clears throat> still think you should. Everybody should be worried about them. I'm a little. I'm a little worried for them. Just in the, well, okay. I'm worried and I'm not worried. To me, they were a second round exit either way. Like, <laughs> I think they're a second round exit either way. So, in terms of their final destiny, I don't think anything really changes. I'd say this puts them as a first-round exit. It you know, gives them a little more uh, higher chance at being a first-round exit. But he'll be back in time. You know, you, the only thing you worry about with him is, like, how is that going to affect his conditioning? And then is that going to lead to, with it being such important games, when he comes back, like, will he try and ramp up too quickly and then not be able to stay healthy, like, you know, hamstring after the, you know, knee injury, like those types of soft well, tissue injuries that happen – he missed all the games allowed. So at this point, you can rest up as much as you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you want you to get fined, get fined. Right, what what I'm form. saying, Devin, you know. But I get what you just said, like I know, After yeah. a knee injury, all of your other muscles in that leg worked a little harder. So if he's yeah. coming back, like, and he's coming back basically in playoff time, he's going he to have to ramp him up to 35, Dude, you know, so. to 35 minutes pretty quickly. And I would just be worried that he would tweak something soft tissue um, but I want to talk about the warrior side of this because remember remember a few years ago year or two ago when Steve Kerr got all fucking pissed off because someone dove for a loose ball that he deemed was reckless and yeah. then it Oof, injured one of his players well what the fuck just had what the fuck is he condoning on the goddamn warriors now that's the exact type shit that happened to Embiid and why Embiid's out right now that same shit that he claimed he was so against it doesn't tolerate and all that shit, Bush League and whatnot. Well, well, look how the tables have turned, Devion. Uh, you know how I feel about that shit. That's just a bunch of just Steve. Kerr. Well, hey, look, I say this. Look, I know this ain't the topic, but I'm gonna say this because we brought it up. But I just told my homie the other day. I said we watching the fall of the Warriors, and don't nobody want to admit it. And they're look now. All the fuck shit about to start coming out. All the shit we've explained about about to start coming out. It's about to look like a circus. But yeah, that's that was goofy as fuck. But ain't nobody gonna say nothing to him because everybody love the Warriors and love Kerr. Some but, reporter after the game should have mentioned his comments from the years past on the yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, what what happened to like getting? If this was like LeBron or somebody else, they was trying to they gonna try to get a reaction. It's just like, all right, bro, fuck Kerr. Like, do your job and go out there. And get on that boy about that fuck shit he just because that's some shit he coaches. I don't give a fuck what nobody said. The shit that the Warriors and all them players be doing, even that dumb shit, that shit that he sees all the time, he coaches it and he allows it and he leaves him out there. So I ain't, I ain't, I don't believe none of that shit. I think he's just a goofy and they time is over. So yeah, it's not I'm here for it all. They're not, it's not looking good for him right now. Let's talk about another injury though, because this kind of impacts potentially your Lakers. But, you know, he was the topic of a lot of different trades with the Bulls. Zach Levine, you know, has to have a procedure done on his foot now. 
he's gonna be out for the season. I don't think anybody was really, no one's really worried about the Bulls as a team and like, oh, what are they gonna compete for something? No, they were that window had about a two week period and Lonzo Ball got hurt and then fucked it all up a couple years ago when they would have had maybe a window to do a little damage in the East. Mm-hmm. But he was looked at as a piece that other teams could potentially go get. So what? Give me your kind of quick reaction to the whole Levine. Levine injury and, and potential impact on other contenders. I just fucked the Bulls up. That's really what it did. I think because um, you really can't – you can trade them this year, but who you going to trade them for? You know what I'm saying? Like you go trade them somebody, some young team. Like you, you can't trade them to like a team like Houston or one of them old teams that used to suck. So you got you to gotta wait till he comes back and do it. I think the Lakers now they're gonna move away from that because they're trying to win right now. So now I don't think they even worry about Levine. They go for Trey Young or um or Murray, which I hope they get Murray instead of Trey Young. But um I think he just his draft stock, I mean his his trade stock is just went to zero. The Bulls just had a Bro, it just I man, it just got worse for him. Just like you had some peace because they was gonna get some good shit for him. They probably they might have got rid of Demar Derozan. You would have got some decent picks or some form. Now, the most you can do is just try to go sell. You know what I'm saying? Go trade Demar Derozan. Demar Derozan. But you know if if teams like how I negotiate, I'm gonna try to fuck you over because I'm just like, nah, I wanted him too. I was just throwing some shit in there to try to get more from, like, yeah, but I wanted him. So I think that just, like, man, that just set their organization back again. It's like we just watched the same thing on repeat for, like, the last three or five years with them. With I think this potentially saved a contender from a mistake. Yeah. I don't think Levine's the guy. Oh, you mean, like, the contender? I, I don't, I'm not sold on – I'm not – like, I I'm like I'm not Levine, sold on Levine as a winning player. I think he's a fun, he exciting even. player to watch, but yeah. I don't, like – the Heat before they got Rozier were rumored to you know be in the mix for Levine, and I was just sitting there every night. Please don't, please don't do it. Please don't do it. It don't please make don't sense do it. to y'all. Don't make sense for the Lakers either. He don't play no defense. Yeah, no. He's like, so I think it Dang. saved a contender. You know, maybe we could see him still get moved, but it's just it's like you're saying. It's like the 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 price that they were going to be able to ask for or set for Levine. It's just completely different now because a. Uh, a young team that's not really ready to contend that's going to take on somebody that's not going to play this year. It just doesn't really make a ton of sense, right? The only team, and we kind of seen them just do it, uh, a very low key trade that happened overnight. Oh yeah. The, or the Grizzlies and um, the Rockets swapping two players that are already out for the season and Victor Oladipo and Steven Adams. Like you could maybe do something like that, but again, like you're just like that's not really the return. You were hoping you could run this thing right up to the trade deadline and maximize, like get into a bidding war between a couple two, three teams and and really drive that price up, maybe get some first round picks or you know, whatever whatever they were trying to look for if they're looking for players, whatever that may be. Now, you know, maybe a young team will give you kind of like if a young team's got an older player that that you know, like maybe like a you could get like an Alec Burks, maybe from Detroit. Man, or bro, but like why? Why do the Bulls? The Bulls don't want that. Like the they, Bulls wouldn't want that. The only time I can see, like I guess, like right, right now, is really what you describe. Because I think that's what the um, 
the Steven Adams trade was they were just getting um, that was a sneaky trade for the I yeah. think the Grizzlies. That was kind of a sneaky trade but and I don't, for the Rockets. I like, think it's gonna be just Depot, a, if he can get if I mean man. we're all praying for Oladipo to be able to stay healthy for, for any extended time period, but like him was kind of a secondary guy right next to Ja. It could be a point of attack defender. I was kind of a low key, like okay. But but that's okay. what I'm saying. Like they you you might do it. Well, that's a unique until, situation right there. Yeah, until the Ja Bulls comes have back. The Bulls don't have can. a Ja Morant coming back no. next year. The, the Bulls got to hope to trade somebody that possibly with him right now who, if something goes wrong, they can want cap space. Or if it goes right, they can see that themselves contending in two or three years from now. So that's going to come with, with um, uh, contract extension and all that shit. So it's like, who wants to pay Levine off of that? And this is a pivotal point right now for him to get hurt. And it sucks for him. But I think he'll bounce back. But all the contenders, really, if we went down a list of contenders and we said on five on each side, literally just the top five on each side, we probably don't need them because two or three teams on East, it's like two or three teams on the East, mainly the East, they don't really need to make no trades. I'll give you one tra- you know? uh, one team that I could see maybe biting because I don't think they're really there this year. They're having a really good year for yeah. them. The Orlando Magic. I could I see them. It. Punching for maybe someone that could, could bring a little more consistent scoring to their backcourt. I don't like able- him for them now because he he go fuck up their chemistry, their defense, and then you can go get well, somebody else. I, was the same I think they have enough doing. other defenders to kind of yeah. cover for what he doesn't do. I could maybe see that, like maybe they package up like so they have they have a lot of guards right now. They have a lot of guards. They realistically aren't really going to be able to find minutes for all of them. But no. again, like, are these players that the Bulls really want? Like, do you want like a, a Jalen Suggs no. if you're the Bulls, Markel Fultz? Uh, <laughs> like, are those like the people that are gonna help you kind of flip the team around? I mean, I I don't know. Like, I just I don't. Eh. Man, the Bulls, they best shot is honestly. If I was them, I'd try to do whatever. Honestly, I just let can. them all walk. Just let them all yeah, walk. Yeah, I would. I would be like, you know what? Let me go try to go and. Trade for I know this might be wild, but I'm like, let me go trade for like a Zion or something. Cause even if you having the same issues as him, at least he's young enough. You moved him out the city and people will want to come play with Zion in Chicago. So it's just like, but it, it's still not a great move because why the and fuck like, would you are give the Pelicans up? gonna do that? Yeah, why, why would, would you do that to go be even guard heavy, more guard heavy, and get smaller? You know what I'm saying? Like I that's what I'm saying, like, a tough spot. The Lakers was their best bet. Like, if this, let's talk about your Lakers. That was it. So y'all had an up and down. We y'all been up and down for a minute now. But hey, you don't want to believe me. (laughs) Following following one of their losses early in the week, LeBron had to kind of stop himself mid like post game interview because I think he was about to say something out of pocket and would have probably got killed for it. Yeah, Um, didn't want to throw his teammates under the bus. Stopped himself. Then posted on IG the little hourglass emoji. Um, no one really knew what that meant completely. You know, if you're a pessimist, you're like, oh, he wants Darvin Ham fired and a bunch of these players traded. If you're an optimist, he's saying, you know, just wait, everything's going to be okay. Time, you know, whatever. I, I'm not going to try and pretend and know what LeBron meant. There's part of me that feels like LeBron probably knew that he would just get a reaction and was probably laughing. Um, but, uh what would you make of LeBron's kind of cryptic? There, there were some people thinking maybe this meant he wanted to be traded. Like, what would you make of the whole controversy this week? 
Um, he's just saying that we gotta we we on limited time to make moves for a championship run. That's all I took from it. Because people keep saying the shit. I'm sorry. People keep saying the same stuff about Darvin Ham. Oh, Darvin Ham's this. He's LeBron doesn't like this. Like, bro, LeBron ain't never really had. He only had like two good coaches, bro. Like, people make it seem like this motherfucker was out here having the greatest coaches in the world. Like, yeah, people forgot to call him a coach killer. It's like, okay. Yeah. The it only coaches that's really worth the damn that he's had has been Spolstra and Lou. And nobody says nothing bad about either one of them, do that. Well, he did, he did try to get Spoke fired. Yeah, but I'm just saying that was some ego shit. But don't nobody don't nobody everyone knew exactly that. what Spoke was, but yeah. Yeah. He eventually bought them. I don't think nothing of it. I think they just out here. He we need to make a trade because we obviously won maybe two pieces away from being contenders. So I think it's time, but firing our coach is not gonna solve the problems we got. You know, because who's going to come replace him? Who go? Yeah, Doc like, Rivers isn't available anymore. On him anyway. Shit, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Shit, that's a that's. I ain't gonna say nothing bad right now. I'll wait, but <laughs> I don't got nothing for them. They, we just need to make a trade. That's all it is. It's just like we need to make a trade. Time's ticking. Father time. LeBron ain't going nowhere unless he want to play for his son or something. Um, you know, I'm not gonna say he won't leave or he can't leave, he could, but it's just like at this point in your career, what like why is LeBron gonna leave? Bronny's at USC, his family's there, all his business is there. Why the fuck would he leave LA to go out here and the first time in a like he went to LA for this exact reason so he can coach his son up, do all this other shit. So why would you go and leave now? Cause you know, oh my bad, I'm a four-time champion. I'm ah. I ain't getting it done with it. Man, fuck up. These they just want something to talk about. He we just trade. That's it. We about to go trade somebody. Somebody on the chopping block. That's it. Yes, I did see a report that apparently the Lakers are making my boy Gabe Vincent available to trade already. Look. We Miami Heat killers. We Miami Heat I'm about to stop killers. killing my goddamn favorite players, okay? Would you would you can you just not sign them anymore? I can't wait for y'all to sign Caleb Martin in the offseason. And then get mad when he doesn't do what he did with Miami. Like I, I can Gabe just see it happening right now. Pick up for us. I knew he was, and we just found a way to fuck that up. Like now he's mostly been injured. He hasn't really played at all this year. He's played only a handful of games. It looks like he's slated to come back around the end of February. But which is cool when we need him. That's when we would need him. Yeah. But I guess you. I don't know, I, bro. I'm just waiting for the season to end. I keep telling y'all we we not winning shit this year. It's 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 too many teams that are actually it's enough teams right now that are actually complete that really don't need to like OKC. Let's be real. OKC don't need to trade for nobody. I don't think Sacramento don't need to trade for nobody. Indiana traded for fucking the greatest piece that they could have got. They don't need to trade for nobody no more. Denver's fine. Like, we got too many teams that just, as they say right now, way better than us. And we going to have to trade for, like, I know people want Trey Young. Trey Young will be cool, but we don't play defense. And I don't think Vanderbilt ain't going to be out here. He, Vanderbilt ain't no Kawhi when it comes to defense. I, I get Lakers fans. I get it. We want him to be Kawhi, but he's not. 
and a motherfucker can't score really on most days to save his life. He's playing one end or the other. You might get a little offense or a lot of defense, and that's it. So just make the trade so that shit can be so we can stop fucking talking about it and we can go back to being sorry and shit and just crying about all right, oh, well, let's, let's just move right into the trade yeah. rumors. So there was a, a couple big names out of here. We, you kind of talked about one. Uh, I saw people saying LeBron might have asked for a trade. Then I saw Alan Hahn claim that the Lakers should trade LeBron. Like that would be the best move for the Lakers would be to trade him. Um, so we're going to start with that one. Should the Lakers want to trade LeBron, Evian? For what? I would be open to it, but what the fuck are you going to get? What you go trade for him for? And what team are you possibly going to trade him to that won't give you problems that you got to face again? You're going to have to trade him back to the East, and there's so many teams in the East that they so young, why the fuck would you get it up for a 40-year-old man? Like, but why would we I trade him to y'all? But I'm saying, why would we trade him to y'all? The players that we would get versus just giving y'all the championship, eight, hey, it don't make sense to me. That's why I was just like, just Look, keep his ass have, and let him walk. You can have Caleb Martin. Nah. You can have, uh, nah. you know, if you. Because y'all ain't giving up Jimmy. Y'all ain't giving up oh, Bam. And them the two, and we go want one of those two for either to be on the Lakers or to do a trade piece, and y'all not giving them up. And I wouldn't either if I was y'all. I'm not giving Jimmy up for LeBron. You can secure having just the crazy white boy in the NBA. We'll give you Hero, too. So you'll have Hero oh. and Reeves. You'll solidify best white boy in the league, whichever way you slice it. Shit. I don't want the two same players that play the exact same <laughs> on the team that we already got problems with. No. With AD? Oh. Hey, fellow UK guy. Oh, come on. Oh, no, nah, I ain't going for none of that shit. I'm next. Next. We ain't, we ain't 20 going plus yet. points for game score, Devin. Yeah, come on now. Uh, okay, so the other one that I heard, which involved my team, is Kendrick Perkins opened his giant ass fucking mouth saying that the Heat should trade Jimmy Butler because the window's over, it's closed. Just trade Jimmy, let him go contend somewhere else. Now, mind you, after both these rumors got started, both agents came out very definitively and said, LeBron is not getting traded from the Lakers. Jimmy's agent came out and said, Jimmy is never leaving Miami. Uh, he's going to bring a championship to Miami. You know, the same thing that Jimmy says every fucking year. Right. But should the Heat entertain trading Jimmy Butler? Again, for who? Like, for real. Who are you going to trade him for that is not already old, that got injury problems, and then you going to give up your guy you know is going to be good to go and try to take a, a chance. If not, if this was fucking Wimby, yeah, all right. You know what I'm saying? That that I trade for him, but let's be real. They ain't giving him up. It, it's if you can get something decent for Jimmy Butler, go ahead. Because y'all coaches y'all good enough as like a, a team and organization where y'all can get the player you need to, you know, assimilate with the with the Devin, I'll tell you right now, but I'm trading I don't think Sam, I'm trading here, I'm trading anybody else on the goddamn team before I trade Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I just don't see at the see end of the day when why. Jimmy actually plays and is on the court, the heat we can win. 
we can win the finals. So like I'm not hearing nothing. Like I'm not hearing window closed. No, it's not. Uh, it ain't they're, oh, they're reacting to a fucking losing streak in goddamn January. This is yeah. what blows my mind. Yeah, I do this shit and, every like, year. I would have thought like last year would have like really just nailed the like the coffin shut of all these stupid overreactions before the playoffs with my heat with my heat, especially in the Jimmy Butler era. It doesn't fucking matter. We've gone to the finals two out of four years with Jimmy. We were the five seed the first time. We were the seven seven seed at the end of the regular season, eight seed by the play in via the play in last last year. We've gone to the conference finals three out of the four years. Why would we break up this team? Why? Because after are, we just yeah. traded for Terry Rozier. Yeah, like Rozier was a great piece for y'all. That y'all really don't need to get rid of Jimmy. Y'all needed something else to get to. If anything, really, I think the yeah. Heat's only problem right now is I would I would not be against packaging up two or three players for one because I if anything there's almost too much depth on the Heat in the sense that. It's hard for I think some of the role players to get into the rhythm because they're just not getting the minutes that they're accustomed to getting. Yeah, for for real. like I don't. That's why I'm saying like I get when people saying trade them. I'm just like, what deals are you going to package up that are really going in to help y'all right time now? Time period. In what period of life has Pat Riley ever said, "Let's reset. Let's let's not try and win right What's now." What's our best player? At the deadline, and then try to contend at the same one without having. When has Pat Riley ever done that? When has Pat Riley ever said, "Oh, we'll give up yeah. on the season"? He's never done that. Don't make no sense. You That's know what it really is, Devion? You know, That's you know what it is, Devion? It's these goddamn Celtics. It's these Celtics fans and Celtics media. They are so fucking terrified of the Heat. They are so goddamn terrified of the Miami Heat. And so Perkins is trying to start the rumors <laughs> to get Jimmy out of there. Purely for the Celtics' benefit. He wants them to send him to fucking New York or something where you, you know that's never going to fucking work. You know New York ain't going to do shit. No. Nah. And just rely on taking out the heat. The Bucks already took themselves out by hiring a fucking fraud of Doc Rivers. So now it's really just down to the really only other real team you have to worry about if you're the Celtics is probably the heat. Yeah, unless you get, what is it, New York Knicks do a package deal with, uh, with Shea. And somebody else to get shade of New York and then other, you know, that's it. Yeah. But it ain't going to happen. They love that young dude. You know what I'm saying? He's going to leave. Now, he will be, after this season, will be the best chances of, like, trying to package up the deal because he may not want to stay OKC okay, because his his literal career depends we'll on him how, leaving. We'll see how this, this season goes. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, we'll, we'll get to it later when we do our power rankings, but. You weren't on the last time that Joe and I did power rankings, but okay, so he was my number one. Yeah, I mean, they, that team is fucking nice. Yeah, they they pretty much. Yeah, they make a run. I, I, I don't know that he's going to want to. I don't know if he's going to want to dip on that. But let's talk about the trade that you want to see, Devion. This can be for your Lakers, for a player you like, whatever it is. The trade that you want to see happen. Um, really, the only one I want to see is the uh, is Murray come to the Lakers because I think I've heard I really that, that's been a pretty divisive topic among. Amongst the uh, Laker yeah. Nation, from what I understand. And, and I, I, I get it, but people got to realize, like, these Lakers fans got to realize, like, what is Murray? The first thing, this nigga was all defensive team player. People forget about that. And then he can give you 15 to 20 points a game, and he's 6'7". 
I mean, you see how clutch this dude is, too. I mean, this dude is on a heater right now in clutch moments. He gamed Orlando, then came back, um, ruined Udonis Haslam's jersey night in Miami. Yeah, real him shit. On a three. Then just last night, he just, he just in overtime, just kept making clutch shot after clutch yeah. shot against the He Warriors. can make the last shot. He used to being around players. And you know that's on the LeBron values because LeBron yeah. doesn't. LeBron wants other people to feel confident in that moment. Yeah, and this is the point of why people I get there torn about this. But no, I don't actually. I don't get why they torn because it don't make no sense. People in the fucking Lakers love Prince, and I'm like, bro, he shoots seven threes a game. I'm not impressed with his game. They fucking love Rui. You know what I'm saying? I love Rui. They fucking all oh, Vanderbilt and all this stuff. Oh, Cam's gonna shoot the three. You got one player in Dewante Mary that can do all that. One player, one, and. You know, you know what I'm saying? And he really could be our he really should be our third option. But now you got three players between him, Reeves, and D Lo if he don't get put in that trade that in any given night could take over and give you 20 points. So why wouldn't you want him? And I get Trey Young, it's fun to watch, but that nigga don't don't play defense. We're a liability and we got like you know what I'm yeah, saying? So we here, don't need here's that. My, here's my issue with Trey Young of the Lakers, right? I like that. So again, I think I think it would I think it would still be a really good trade for y'all if y'all did that because that it, it just yeah. make y'all a little different. It'd be kind of against. Oh, it seems to be Darvin Ham's identity. He seems to be more of a defensive minded. We guy. gonna turn to the motherfucking books if we get Trey Young. Yeah, you, we you have to, turn you have to, to the play books. like the Bucks or the Pacers, yeah. like high pace. And what I like about it is it's somebody that can legitimately uh, take the ball out of LeBron's hands. Yeah. Like LeBron would not have to work as much offensively, right? I, to me, that's a good thing for his his career. He can still do that in the fourth quarter. Trey Young also a very good clutch shot maker, right? So I, I like all of that. I think Murray probably fits what Ham wants to do a little more. The issue that I have with Trey Young is you would need to have another guard that can be your point of attack defender, right? You have right. one in Gabe Vincent when he comes back, but all of a sudden you're real small then. Like you'd have to play both of them, and that's two guys that are six feet tall. So yeah, you know what to I'm me, saying? like that would just be that's a tough fit in today's NBA where you've got a lot of bigger guards that can be very versatile with the ball. Now again, Gabe can handle his own business, but they're gonna look for Trey. And at the end of the day, you know Gabe's defense it's only gonna go so far if he's someone six eight on him, right? Like we saw the Nuggets do it against the Heat in the finals last year. Mm-hmm. They're going to run switches to get Aaron Gordon with Gabe Vincent guarding him and oh. the ball. And and Jokic is unselfish enough to let it happen. So the Lakers would have a hard time with the team that you got to look out for the most in the West. Yeah. We really – if we go stick the guards, they just got to be big as fuck. And that's just – see, and that's the thing about now, and that's why I tell people, see, I know that this is why you should have kept fucking Pat Bev. So you go get a Murray. You don't have these issues no more. But getting a guard that LeBron – I think it's still be the same thing, though, right? Because Murray – I, I think with Murray – Murray is the same thing, right? They're both very good nah. defensively, but you, that only goes to a certain point. Right? But, but we, we picked up on, on defense and a motherfucker who can score and somebody who's going to hit clutch shot. The same shit that everybody except me is sold on with Cam Reddish, Prince, and everybody else. You got one player that can do that. And we gonna get a bunch of shooters or somebody else with it. So that's why I'm saying, like, well, what Murray does defensively is really yeah, better Murray than what is, the players Murray we gonna give up to me because again yeah, he's bigger, way better. I think I think a backcourt of Murray, Gabe Vincent, 
and Austin Reeves, whatever th- two of those three yeah, are playing second at the same time. lineup is going to be big as fuck, and they all shooters, and they all can score, and they all going to run, like him, Austin, like him, Austin Reeves, and all them, they going to run and gun. They will run and gun, shoot that bitch from hell, go back. He might be the only one. <laughs> him and Vanderbilt might be the only two playing defense, but it's like, shit, that's what we going to have for our second unit, but it'll work because look at what we got right now. We really got a bunch of flunkies on our squad that we thought was going to do something, they ain't doing nothing. So go get a – and he played for the Spurs. I, I haven't seen too many caliber players like that from the Spurs that leave, go to other teams, and suck. It's just like – if and when they're there for that long, for a decent amount yeah. of time. So I take a Spurs – I'm, I'm, I'm all for certain, like, players like that, Spurs, but – Trey Young need to go to nah that motherfucker need to go somewhere like Sacramento or something or he need to go somewhere where they could be hey, like I'm yeah. not gonna lie if the Heat hadn't <laughs> just traded for Terry Rozier I would have liked him right there I ain't gonna lie I would have loved him because we'll cover up that other shit you could have made let him show shoot literally average forty a game and say don't worry about that defense shit just play the passing lane we go take care of the rest like him he would have been cool Bo would hide him in his own you know <laughs> for a good chunk of the game and yeah I. I would have loved that, but I love Rozier. So, Devion, I'm gonna give you a trade for my Heatles. I understand this might be a little controversial. There's a little ego involved because he's also a player similar to Russ in the last couple years, who people just all of a sudden have turned on and said you can't win with him. Now, there's an injury history here that does concern me. and, like, if I was actually GM, I probably, at the end of the day, wouldn't pursue it. I'd probably pursue someone else. But the potential there is mind-blowing to me. I'd love to see the Heat package up some of their lesser assets. Because I don't think you have to give up a ton. Trade for Ben Simmons. I would. Let, let Ben come to Miami and and get in with that culture. Now, I'm a little concerned. I don't know. I'll have to get cleared by Jimmy, former teammate in Philly. So, it would need Jimmy's stamp of approval. But I think consolidating there, I envision Ben as like a bench player for the Heat, a guy that comes in, pushes the pace with the second unit, gets the second unit easy shots, defends very well, not looked to to score with the Miami Heat, whereas everyone else seems like just begging him to be a 20 points per game scorer. Nah, come in, play defense, push the pace, rebound, get assists. I'm kind of in, in for it. I've been watching them, the Nets, as he's come back here recently, playing in just in limited minutes. I mean, he he is so fucking talented. Like, he only he got one. So he has, goddamn talented. He only has one issue. It's only one issue, and I think y'all can fix that. It's a mentality thing, and y'all reset he, people's he's mentality. Either, he's either gonna crack or crumble with the, That's it. He gonna be exactly where everybody said he gonna be. Or, yeah, or, or gonna be a Kwame Brown type shit, like a flop. I just, I would. I, I would try it. Secondary defender again. I don't think you have to give up a ton, right? Like I think if you gave them like, whether it's like Caleb Martin or, um, you know, maybe they would bite on Jovich since Spo seemingly doesn't want to ever fucking play him, um, except for like the ten game stretch where he was all hurt and Jovich was playing out of his mind. Put up big numbers against your Lakers uh, when we beat y'all the other day or a few weeks ago, like. I don't know, whatever. But I, I would just, I, I want, I think the Heat needs somebody on their team that can push pace a little bit. Now, we're seeing it with Rozier a little bit. He kind of helps get the pace going sometimes, but also someone that can just get other people good shots. 
Yeah, because what do y'all do? Y'all going to find a whole bunch of players that just want to – y'all got a bunch of role players, and Ben really don't want to score. He want to play defense, pass the ball, and then he'll go get a couple rebounds and shit. But y'all got to play – He's going like, to get – he, he yeah. would get Duncan Robinson four open threes a game. Every time. And Duncan's probably going to hit three of those. Yeah. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, that would be – like, I would have been cool with if the Lakers, if we went and got somebody like him, but we need shooters. We don't have enough shooters. So we can't get a player like him. I also I think, think he's like a perfect backup big to Bam. Because yeah. him and Bam are actually very similar. Bam's yeah. a better scorer than he is and wants to score more. Yeah, because I don't think he wants passing, to play defending point guard. Bam, no. Bam. No, no, I mean um, Simmons. I don't think he wants to play. I think he's just like at a point. I think he, he likes just, playmaking, but I, yeah. don't think he, like, I think he wants to still rebound and like do all that and then push yeah, He's a three. Ben Simmons is an actual three. He's like a three or four. He's like yeah. a kind of a, a tweener. You know, I would turn him into Bam. I ain't gonna lie. I would turn him to Bam because he'll fuck up all the fours. And so you run across like Kevin Durant and people like that, and he still can make it hard for them because that's a big ass body. And like, I you know, one of his it. issues has always been foul trouble. But I, in my head, in my scenario, he's not playing a bunch of minutes. No. So yeah. fuck it. hack away. I, I, I wouldn't mind that. I think. I, I take a y'all took a risk on Olin Depot. Look what the fuck y'all did with Kyle Lowry. Oh man, can we just? I'm he's gone. He's I'm just being gone. real. Look at what y'all did with Kyle Lowry. I'm I'm convinced y'all can Dude. do it with anybody. Oh, thank point. God Kyle's gone. Been such a happy Heat fan since he's been gone. We were losing. I'm just sitting there like you know what we're losing, but I'm gonna watch fucking Kyle Lowry play. Yeah, but y'all gonna start winning again. Yeah, we, won two, we won two straight now. Yeah. That's why everyone was losing their mind, bro. Like I tell you, like I'm in, I'm involved with some little sections of Heat, Heat Twitter, right? I'm sitting there, I'm like, people, are like this team just suck now. They're just, are we, are we cooked? Blah blah blah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like y'all. y'all need to relax. Five games. Right. We haven't even made it to the end of February. This is how spoiled Come us on. as Heat fans are, though, Devion. This was the longest losing streak since the the 2008 season when Dwayne Wade got hurt. We went like 15 and 57. Seven-game uh, losing streak. That was the longest losing streak that the Heat, Heat Nation had endured since then. I, yeah. It's a spoiled fan base. I'm used to it. So, <laughs> I, got you, I guess. But, but I don't know. I'm, and I want. I don't know either. Another trade. I'm trying to see who I want to be here. But the Dallas Mavericks, I was talking. I'm trying to see. They missing something. Like. Kyrie. Yeah, we were, yeah, that's a good. We should probably cook one up for not our teams. I'm like now. Look, I'll be say like a like a Durant, like a Murray goes to like them. I think will be very helpful. Um, like a, a Mavs, if they can get a, a a a similar type of player like him, that's bigger. That's they don't need no more guards. They need three fours and fives that can kind of play like guards, but they more so like four mentalities. See, I want to see them get like another like big. Like big, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Derek Lively has been like, a great rookie. He's I like been a him. great rookie. I like him, I a, like lot. him a lot. I think that I just think they need some depth there. Um, I think it's a little bit more experience. Underrated pickup they made in the off season, mm-hmm. I think, was getting Derek Jones Jr. over there. A very versatile yeah. wing. You know, defends really well, shoots it okay. Um, but I think Nate Williams too. Some, that was a that was like yeah. They, they need some size. Up. They need some more rim protection because look. Yeah. Kyrie in his best day could at times defend. Luca ain't never tried to play defense. Nah. Right? They're like so like their two star perimeter players are kinda they're kind of practice cones. 
They offensively, defensively. So you need somebody at the rim yeah, that can yes. that can challenge. I just the, the thing like you know maybe like a Clint Capella, like you know that I you know he would get a lot of easy lobs from Luca and Kyrie. You know, like I'm you not know the what? biggest Clint Capella fan, but I think for them what they would be asking him to do, I think that kind of makes sense. Just another big. You know, big body. Um, I actually like that one a lot because I'm not gonna lie, I actually like that a lot because Luca just want to get people the ball. So you gotta get players who really can't create their own offense and who just go go up there and get it and get boards and get lobs. And that's him. I I, I actually would like Capella. Like that's why I was like, I'm trying to see who like a Stephen Adams. If Stephen Adams was actually like healthy, that would be the perfect fucking mm-hmm. player for them. So on the offseason, if I think he ain't gonna be hurt no more, I try to pick his ass up. I ain't gonna lie. I try to pick him up about two seasons and and do that. Houston is talking about. I would man, Houston ain't about to Houston got Steven Adams because they saw what Steven Adams did with that young core in Memphis and what he did. And the exact same shit I was saying, why they will go suck and what was gonna happen is exactly what's happening now. Houston is just trying to get and they got. Fucking uh uh what's the dude his name? The old Celtics coach. Uh Emay. You got him on there, which I think he's a decent coach. He's so, a very good basketball coach. I think he's a great coach. So you got that. Questionable with person, that. but very good basketball coach. Yeah, hey man, sometimes people gotta be fucked up in the mind to create to create great products. You know how the world works. <laughs> it's just, hey, fucked up people do great things and they own. I, I, I just still can't rationalize. You had you have. Let me be quiet. Five. Had Neil Long. My boy. You already out kicked your coverage there, buddy. With Neil Long. I mean, that was. Uh, we're not going to jump. We're not going to jump into that. Let's talk about all star teams, Devion. We got. Teams are set. So last week, Joe and I talked about the starters. Um, I'll let you chime in if you want to say anything about the starters. But so in the East, somebody's obviously going to have to replace Embiid. Hey, what up, Kai? Uh, we got we got Giannis, Embiid until someone replaces him. Halliburton, Dame, Tatum, those are your starters. And then off the bench, we got Bam, Paulo, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Maxey, Julius Randle, and Donovan Mitchell. Solid squad there, I think. And then in the West, we got starters being LeBron, Luka, KD, SGA, and Jokic. Again, solid starters. And then off the bench, we got D-Book, Curry, AD, Ant, Paul George, Kawhi, and then someone that probably sticks out a little bit but did just drop a little 62-piece even though he lost, Carl Anthony Towns. So, Devion, do you got any issues with the with the all-star rosters? Um, a couple notable uh, players not there. De'Aaron Fox, um, Trae Young, but... Yeah, that one was kind of crazy. I thought Fox deserved to be there, but it's only you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but it's only so much room you gotta do. And then Jay Jalen Brunson probably should have been a starter, but yeah, um, in my opinion, should have been a starter over Damian Lillard. Like that's just not even really close this year. We are obviously but, a fairly anti Knicks team or but, podcast, but Jalen Brunson is the fucking truth. But. I this this is the reality of people. People gotta realize, Dame is a superstar. He's a household name. Just playing good is not enough to go in and start an All Star game. So 
you know, is it unfortunate for Brunson? Yeah. You know, people believe he should have played. He probably should, but Dame is still Dame. I'd rather see Dame play at All-Star Weekend than Jalen Brunson, and I love Jalen Brunson. I'm just being real with you. So, you know, I think he he probably he probably his play probably should deserve the um, star, but hey, that's not how the NBA works. We know that. <laughs> like Steph Curry was number one, what number one in votes. He ain't starting either. So he ain't the he ain't the only one, you know what I'm saying, suffering from this shit. But we realistically we got a lot of good guards, especially in the East. It's a lot of good guards. Because yeah, I mean the East is tough. Like, I, I just I, I'm like okay. I do like that we value winning. I think that's good. But man, I mean, Trey Young, he's averaging like 27 and 10. They're losing. What the fuck else do you have to do? I, I mean, we got some losers on here, though. I mean, not, I mean, I guess their teams are all technically winning, but I mean. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's what I'm saying. This year was tough. You had to be good, and your team had to be halfway decent. I mean, and I guess it's still partly hurt by, like, the guard versus four, whatever all that bullshit is. But, like, you know me. I've been high on the Magic this year. I, I, I've liked what they're doing. Do we really think Paulo's better than Trey Young? Like, really? No, but I would have I rather have him on there this year than Trey Young because of his play. Or let me do it like impact. this, Devian. Let me do it so, like this. Now, Trey Young might yeah. be the guy that gets to replace Embiid if they don't care about position. He so is. It won't matter. That he probably will. But, but would you rather have, as an all-star, I'm just asking the question, a number two on a team who is very good, like very famous number two, right, in Jalen Brown, or a number one on a team that's not doing as well, um, Trey Young? <sighs> I have a personal. I rather. I rather have. <laughs> like, I would rather watch Trey Young than Jalen. I would Brown. rather watch Trey Young, but I understand why Jalen Brown is. The, see, that's what I'm saying. Like he plays for Boston, the number two option behind a dude who's probably going to be the face of the NBA. Like for real, like he's one championship away from being the face of the NBA. So you go. It's the same thing as um, what was it when the Warriors and it was another team like the Warriors. Almost starting well, five. The old, the old Atlanta Hawks. There we go. Or when there they were the is. one seed, when LeBron remember. was in Cleveland, they and then yep. they, had, they had no real superstars. It was like Teague, Corver, Al Horford, Paul Millsap. You know, like all those guys, mm. and they and they just they let them. They basically gave a bunch of them. They gave Kyle Corver a fucking All Star game, but he never. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> Got you. Oh, it's man. kidding me right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Get those hands going. Cut. So that's why I'm saying, like, I don't, I get it, but it's just like, if we go go with the best players, cool. I think but, I, to me the bigger snub is obviously De'Aaron Fox. I think De'Aaron Fox should be a fucking all star. Yeah, that's the only one. Points a team. I, I, I get they get twenty-seven points a game. You know, I mean, they're and not they're having winning. quite the team success that they were having last year. You know, they're not they're not quite as high in the standings. Um, but I mean, again. It's just not really his fault. I mean, I mean, they're still the five seed. Like they're ten games over five hundred. Like, yeah, for them not to have, for them not yeah. to have a single All Star is is wild to me. And the thing about it is, they talking about Jalen Brunson um, not starting, bro. They got like two more games over Sacramento, and now I think to me, can, you know what the saying? reason why like, I have so much beef with Jalen Brunson not starting and is because I honestly think. 
I don't th- I, like. I believe this. He has been the best guard in the NBA this year. Oh no, he's been the best. In, ter- in terms of like consistency from start to finish. Now, obviously, like Halliburton has had flashes, like streaks in the in the season that have been just out of this world. Like Halliburton's yeah. probably hit the highest highs for a guard, but in terms of just consistently doing it, ain't been a better guard than Brunson. There hasn't. I mean, if you call Luca a guard, whatever. Yeah, right, but that's what I'm saying. Luca, Shea, but he's right there with all those guys. Yeah. Just in terms of staying right here and leading that team, I mean, look, do I think the Knicks are going to do anything in the playoffs? No, but this is based off the regular season. This is a regular season thing, and they've been good. They've been good. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying, like, are you going to take the best player, the best statistic? statistical player or you're gonna take the one with the best record you're gonna do a combination of both you know it's just like because the guards that are starting over him the only one that bro, you, Dame. You there's know, no way dame should be a starter this year bro yeah dame they, has not been that fantastic like he's been good uh, he's been good you know saying he's not an all-star but they but got dame him in a not been dame bro he hasn't i'm not i'll be the first to admit that he, he hasn't but he's still averaging 25 got the goddamn coach game. fired Still got average. I think it was some other shit going on, but possibly. Um, 35, he still averaged 25 points a game. They number two, still contenders. So it's just like he going to get rewarded. And he's been doing it for so long. That's why I'm saying he's been doing it for so long. Unless, like, if Brunson, number one, like, number one seed, number one option, yeah. he'll probably start. But you're going to have to do that. I think more impressive what he's done, honestly. He's been, been way more I- he they has have been, been better game. than what I thought they would be. The Bucks have been worse than what I thought they would be. And like, yeah. to me, like, that matters. That matters. Dame's the number two. He doesn't even have to have the number one responsibility. Brunson has to be the number one. And if you were to ask people going into the year, I mean, there's clips from in-season. People are like, well, you know, the Knicks, you're just never going to have the best player on the court. Not this fucking year. Jalen Brunson has been the best player on the court in the majority of the games he's played in. But yes, he I'm not gonna lie. He's he's not a, he's been doing great this year. But it's hey, but if if he starts, Steph Curry probably should start too. They go probably you know they do some weird oh. shit like that. Because I'm I'm just saying like uh, off, Curry, not, been, not I mean, I, Curry could start. I, I wouldn't be yeah, mad if Curry started. But you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be our uh, fans who get stopped. Who gets to decide that? The fans, this this. But he's in the All Star game. Hey, take it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like. I get it. You don't want to. You yeah, didn't man, start. The day, they don't. They don't tally all star starters versus all star. No, nobody's gonna come back unless it comes to like you in a goat debate or something like that. Nobody's gonna be like, hey man, you just you just starting the all star. Not even that game. because you know Everybody people don't care, care that, that LeBron's been in twenty and the most ever. They don't care about that. But let's I talk don't, about one I last really thing. Don't. Let's talk about one last thing with the all star game. So Doc Rivers is the fucking coach. Uh, just... uh, look, ag- look again, names. It's 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 more so like what do you want to see like Jalen Brunson, people love Jalen Brunson and he's getting notoriety he should because he's in fucking New York. When he becomes next year, I think he's more of a household name. I think it, it changes and now he can kind of demand some of that stuff because it hints Doc Rivers. What the fuck has he really done or won to deserve? Well, he did say he's gonna he's gonna that. give the ring and the money to Adrian Griffin who got fired. Under his watch, kind of. So, I mean, what would you give a take on that, Devian? I'm not giving him shit. You should have been here to do your job. Why the fuck would I give him? If they wanted him to win the ring, they would have kept him. That's my ring. Fuck all that charity shit. 
Boy, I ain't trying to hear all that. Sound good for that media shit. Let him go in his own ring. Like, he deserves, I think he deserves, like, the organization should offer him a ring. Because he did get him to the fucking number one seed, and it's over half the games played already. So, yeah, number two seed. So, you know what I'm saying? So, you should at least give him a ring. But that's organization's responsibility. Here's my thing. I think it's the right move. I think it's the quote-unquote classy move. Like, I'm cool with it. I ain't classy. Because Adrian Griffin did the legwork for this year. Docker's been there for, you know, a cup of tea. So, I don't really know why he's even in this position. But what I will say is if I was Doc Rivers – I wouldn't have let that get to the media. I don't think if I'm the Bucks, I don't really want this story continue to get talked about. Like I don't really want people to keep talking about this whole story because again, me and Joe talked about this last week, and I'll give you a chance to chime in if you want. I just think this was so shady how this all went down. Yeah. Doc Rivers being a consultant for the team, and then that guy gets fired. And oh look, Doc Rivers here just to walk right in and take the job that you know. And again, like my whole thing with this is we they talk got about, who they like, wanted. But no, we talked about this when Steve Nash, right, got the the Nets job when KD, Harden, and Kyrie were all there, right? Like it it sure always seems to be like that the white head coaches get to walk into the cushy new jobs, whereas like you know, like the Jock Vons of the world, when they have to take a, a new coaching gig or their first mm-hmm. coaching gig, it's with some bullshit team that just went just won ten games and they got a build the culture and then when the team actually starts getting good they kick them out and bring in somebody else new to to reap the rewards of their fucking benefit adrian griffin is kind of in a is kind of a unicorn in the sense that he was getting his first head coaching gig with a team you know him being a black man with a team that had superstars and did a phenomenal job was doing i mean they didn't look good like like they were winning, but they didn't quite look right. But like, goddamn, man, they were thirty-three and thirteen when he got fired. Like, but they didn't look can good. He, can he because, have a chance? Yeah, to, to I, that's why I said I think the organization should give him one. Why should Doc? If Doc gives him that ring, that's because that's in my mind. I'm like, you just you got a guilty conscience, and that's your way of trying to even it up. Mm-hmm. Because Dame, they didn't look good, but Dame was shooting seven threes a game, but he was making one. You know what Bro, I'm saying? They so look, it's, it's, they, they blamed him for ooh, the personnel stop, stop, decision stop. that they made. Yeah. What did you think the team was going to look like when you replaced Drew Holiday with Damian Lillard? They weren't going to look good defensively. That's not a that's not a defensive fucking move. No, but I don't know. I think the whole thing was kind of bogus, but I don't know exactly what it is, so I ain't gonna really speculate. But it's probably they either didn't like him personally. Or they wanted Doc to come in, and Doc said he'll take the job. So it's it's simple as that. My thing is, if you wanted Doc, why don't you just hire him from the jump? It's just weird. I don't out there. It's weird to me. So, all right, let's start wrapping up a little bit. Top five power rankings, Devion. Top five oh. teams in the NBA, and this this is championship caliber. Dude. I'm not talking about yeah. oh they'll finish. Oh, one, let me get my. Um... I want to know who you think are the top five teams. Let me get my list out. Okay, C's number we, one we need, for sure. We need we need a blend of we need a blend of what you think they're going to be able to do in the future, but with a little bit of how they've shown it this year so far. So give me give me that, Devion. You can start at one. You can start at five. Don't matter to me. Uh, one is OKC. Um, I got two. Boston. <laughs> like I man, it hurt me to say that. Um, you said championship. Cause I want to say Minnesota, 
but I don't think they're mature enough to win the championship. I think they're something off, but I like Ant so much that I'm willing to put them in a top five. I just don't know. Oh, man, I don't want to say that shit. The Clippers. At what? No, Denver. Sorry, Denver. Not my bad. Denver. What number? Um, I'd rather put Denver at three. I got Denver at three, and then I got Minnesota at five. And my fourth spot, I'm, I'm torn because I want to say Phoenix, but they're not playing like they're supposed to. I'll probably say the I'll probably say um uh, I don't know. I'll probably say Milwaukee. Cause the cause it's that they it's in that little they in that same group as like Philadelphia. Like how you feel about Philadelphia and um and all them, that's how I kind of feel about that thing. And I would put uh what's his name? Minnesota would have been way high up on my list. But when Cat scored that 60 points and they lost it, and I saw how they lost that game, and I watched that game, the whole game, and I said, oh, they not ready to win a championship. They immature. And a coach even came out and said, I said, yeah, they missing something. So I do like that the coach came out and, like, called them out yeah. for it. I love that. I mean, like, but, he was basically saying, like, yeah, y'all were so caught up in Cat scoring as many points as you fucking could, y'all forgot to try and win the goddamn game, is basically what he said. Boom. Yeah, and it was true. And though. that's facts. That's, and, then, true. and then what's crazy is Cat was all hype. He was doing his thing. He was happy, celebrating, big smile on his face in the first three quarters. Then all of a sudden the lead got, got cut and they had to start trying to win. Oh, Cat, you went to a 10, buddy. Yeah. And Ant, did, and Ant wasn't scoring like that either. He yeah, didn't put Ant, Ant just had really like, good. He went into being a fan too. He had like 13 points or some shit like that and a whole bunch of assists. And I was like, oh, when he started doing this? I was like, it helps when Cat starts is making everything in the first three quarters. But yeah, all right, but... I'll give you my top five, top five, top five. Um, let me go. I'll start at the bottom. Number five, I'm gonna go Milwaukee. I'm fine with that. Wow, getting beat up. This is why this is why you haven't been able to do the show. Yeah, bro, that's why I'll be having them random marks on my face all the time. I'll be him. <laughs> all right, so five, I'm gonna go Milwaukee. Four, I'm gonna go Boston. Um, I'm just, I'm not sold on that team. I'm not sold on that team. Number three, I'm going to go Phoenix. I think Phoenix is first quarter. They've got their, their guys playing. They've won eight out of 10 games with Give me two Beal. weeks. Yeah, They've won eight out of 10 with, with Beal, KD, and Booker. They're, they're really kind of finding their stride here. Um, number two. It's hard. Up. These, the top, I know what my top two are. It's just tough. I'm going to go to Nuggets. Yeah, say OKC okay, number one. I'm bought in, and I'm I'm sticking with OKC at number one. Back okay, to back top five cold. for me with OKC. I love everything they do. Again, I said this last time. I'll say it again. They are top five in offensive rating, top five in defensive rating. That's a fucking title team. And you know what gave it away for me on OKC? And I know everybody say this, but it's for real. When Chet and Wimby played one on one against each other, and they was like they they treat the score like it was zero to zero with something to prove, and I'm like, oh, I said, oh, hey, 
they nice and they got more than one player. They treat Bro, most Jaylen of their best players treat like it's zero zero every time. Jalen Williams, fantastic player. SGA is obviously we all know what SGA is. He's an MVP candidate in my opinion this year. Um, Chet, obviously, you know Lou Dortz, great role player. They got a lot. They got a lot of firepower. You know they got they do got somebody with some questionable behavior. You know, old old fifteen year old Hunter uh, Josh Giddy, but look, the rest of that team they are they are they're tough. <laughs> they're, they're they're tough. They're they're still young, so they're gonna have some losses during the year that I think are uh, that I think are due to immaturity. Yeah, but they play with a good enough. Like some of them players play with was shy. In particular, play with when he was on OKC, not OKC, but like the Clippers. He played again. He played with enough. Like, oh, and then when Chris Paul was in OKC, they yeah, playoffs. So he's got some playoff experience. And then they got they they got the uh, the veteran. They got the veteran um, experience through a, a bunch of younger guards. Well, not I mean older guards that have played that now. It's translating, which is why I was like, this is what I thought um, Golden State would, why they picked up Chris. You know, I, I should have maybe oh. mentioned with the trade you want to see, and I can't believe I'm going to say this because I was very happy to see him go. But if they had just gave up like a second round pick and like end of the bench type of guy to Charlotte to, to snag Kyle Lowry, just to have like a vet in there that's kind of been through it. I would have took that because it's like you just need somebody who knows who's won, really, who's won and who knows how to win, <clears throat> and good at um, what is it? Good at not no, necessarily. No, you don't have to young be young players. Yeah, just like you good, be good with at other nurturing. players. He's there not. He's not out there going to be. He's not going to be going out there trying to get up fifteen shots a game. You know, just play uh, ten to twelve minutes of meaningful basketball and. Hey, that that could help. That could be a move that really helps kind of steady them through the the trials and, and tribulations of like a playoff run. I I think they could use somebody like that. But I, I love them. They're my number one team. But Devion, you know how we choose. You know how we end this show. We choose love or we choose violence. Kai is obviously choosing violence against you. I don't know what the hell you did to him earlier today. Oh, this is how my son is every day. Six thirty in the morning, Daddy. Until he goes to sleep, yeah, we don't stop moving. Yeah, he acts just like it. Man. But I'm thinking violence. Um, I'm doing well. I ain't choose. I'm I'm picking two. I just don't. I don't like. Let me try to be the best way to word this. I don't like that Griffin lost his job the way that he did. But I'm okay that he at least. At least another black man got a job. Look, that's all. That's all he did <laughs> about it. But I'm just like, I don't like that shit, and I'm I hate these rules with the NBA, like the low. Like I'm, like I said, I'm cool with teams not having low management, but we are conditioned since the Spurs and Tim Duncan for 20 years of doing low management. We didn't care. All we wanted to know was. If you were going to do low management, just give us like a three game notice. So, you know, so like I when I went to Dallas like a week ago, Luca wasn't playing. So I was like, oh, I'm like Kyrie's playing, but I'm just like, 
Well, I'm, you know, I, I haven't seen Luca play in person, though. So I didn't go to the game. You get what I'm saying? So I just don't like these dumbass rules. Like, and I get it. They're trying to do it for the fans. But, like, Father Tom is undefeated. And so it's just, so it's Rocky. But, you know, they, they, I, I don't know. I just don't like the rules. And I think it's affecting, like, MB, like a freak accident like this. He's out 20 games. And he averaged he had 35 a game, and he's clearly the MVP of the of the season. In my eyes, he's clearly the MVP. But if shit like this would have happened with Jokic, everybody would have been bitching. Imagine the year Jokic won the championship and he had this happen to him. Oh no, that rule's dumb and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like that. I just don't like the rules. It's just I get it. If if you're sitting out because you know what I'm saying? Because of low management, you shouldn't get MVP. But if you actually have an actual injury like this, Halliburton, look at Halliburton. He may not get his bonus. I think what yeah, was but his what bonus. I'm, my, point, my whole point I was just like, don't if, like if, if you don't play, yeah. like, how can you be the MVP if you're not playing? But it should be, it should be value some caveats to that, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Halliburton, I just use him. We take him out the thing. Use Halliburton. He had that freak. He's having a crazy year. And he's missed. He's like two or three games away from him, and it's all because of injury. It ain't nothing like we're, you're playing a physical right, game. I, that like you you're getting prevent. caught up in like the nah. why, but I don't think the why matters. Like at the end of the day, I do. The MVP. Like why always matters? How, no, not in this sense. Because if you're going to be the most valuable player, you deliver the most value to a team this year. You can't deliver value if you're not on the court. Man. Like I'm not saying like you have to like blame the player or anything. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like. If you play 40 games, you can't be the most valuable player because you didn't play in half the game. Yeah. His 55 MB go play 55 games. His 55 games go damn near be more impressive than the next two or three people no. running up for MVP no, to me. Not for MVP, bro. Like you got I do. Like, you got people like Jokic, bro. If Jokic the only playing 80 I mean, games, I don't care about it. I don't that much better than Jokic. I don't think MVP is Jokic. I think it's between, in my personal opinion, it's only between. MB and Shy. If Halliburton gets higher up in the um like top two or top three, I or think Giannis, he should be considered. That's a case. Yeah. But here's the thing: we've seen Giannis do the same shit with lesser players, be in the same position, so they're not gonna give it to him again. You know what I'm saying? That's like one of the things right, like I'm saying he's if you're in the world, if if Giannis yeah. plays 75 games and Giannis will win 55 he, games, Giannis been I'm my just, MVP the last five years. That he makes up for the 20. The twenty game difference that they played—that's that, that's all I'm saying. Like, yeah, the top players are too good. Man, I don't know. They it's gonna be based now, on if every team. play. Top player only played sixty, and then beat sixty-five. Okay, I got no, I got no problems with that. But all right, so I'm gonna choose. I'm choosing. I'm choosing violence. And I'm choosing violence on some fucking Michael Porter Jr. I don't know if you saw this, Devion, but he went on. Uh, the Pivot podcast with Ryan Clark, Channing Crowder, uh, and Fred Taylor, mm-hmm. who I, I mostly enjoy all of them. But he was out there trying to act like he was this advocate for, for women's basketball, women's sports, and then basically just dogged the entire goddamn WNBA. I was just like, what are we doing? He's sitting there. He's like, well, I don't think they, you know, they shouldn't make the same amount of dollars as men, blah, 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 blah. 
you know, they need to lower the rims. They need to do all these things. I'm just sitting there like, do you watch the games? Like, yes, I know they don't fly down the, the lane and dunk. That's okay. The women's game is still leaps and bounds way better than it ever has been. It's still very exciting. And then at the end of the day, if you're going to say all awesome shit like that, don't try and don't try and make yourself out to be a fucking advocate or a supporter because you're not. If you want, if you think you got to change the whole goddamn game, you don't support them then. Like, just at least be honest. Call a spade a spade. If you think it needs to be changed, don't say you're fucking supporting shit because you ain't supporting anything. All you have to do is just say, watch the game, watch how they play, watch Asia, Asia Wilson, watch Sabrina Inescu, Brianna Stewart. Just like name some of the players that are doing the thing. The whole thing came about when you asked, like, would you ever wear like a, a woman's signature shoe? Like, Brianna's signature shoe. And then he just turned into this like whole like thing. <laughs> like crucified. If she got a nice yeah. shoe. Yeah, if she got a nice shoe. That'd be cool. Yeah. But I don't think people care. I, know, I, hate, I, hate, all, dollars, I, I hate all the people that just come out here and try and do the most when they're trying to talk about If you don't watch it, then don't comment on it. That's all I got to say. Like, if, if you don't watch it, don't comment on it. You know, it shouldn't be surprising, though. You know, when it's a he's the male. He's one of the men that decided they were going to try and co-opt, you know, my body, my choice shit when it came to getting a vaccine and everything. So I shouldn't be surprised he's not going to support women, but oh, Michael Porter Jr., Mizzou guy from St. Louis area, if I if I recall, your side of the river, I believe. But yeah. he's, always, he's always been corny, so it's not surprising. But that's three to possible. You know how we... How we do, we, we choose violence most of the time, so, you know, it is what it is. And on a violent note, but Devian, good to have you back. Hopefully we'll get all three of us next week. We're three to possible, and we are out.